Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cents. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. It is time for So You Think You're an Adult, Declan Buckley and the treacherous Barbara Scully. Uh, <laughs> treacherous. <laughs> Not treacherous. I don't know how to be treacherous. <laughs> private joke we were having. It is a private joke. But, but I'm not true. treacherous. Yes. Uh, okay, anyway, here's your... No, of course you're not. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a joke. I wasn't trying to be mean. <laughs> right, okay. Here's, uh, here's your first question. People are instantly going to judge me, but here goes nothing. I love wearing women's underwear. I find it incredibly arousing and sexy. I love the feel of silk, especially. It will be little surprise to you, I'm single. I find it hard to find anyone who will accept my little secret because they tell me I must be gay, which I don't understand. I simply like women's underwear more than boxes or brief. briefs. When I date someone new, I really stress I'm looking for an open-minded person. I've been on plenty of dates, second dates and third dates, but once the underwear is revealed, it's an instant turn-off and that ends every relationship. I know you'll think, uh, just don't wear the underwear, but I first I firmly believe it's important to be who you are. So my question is, how can I make this love of mine be acceptable to others? I don't know how to approach it anymore, as I'm sick of the rejection. I'd love to find someone who will accept me for who I am. Surely that's possible in this day and age. Well, you'd think so. You would think so, yeah. Um, And I mean, you know, he's right in that it is very important that we can all be who we are and and uh, be accepted for, for who we are um, and, and that we can all feel free to be whoever it is that we are. Um, and when I was reading this, because I was a bit like, oh, I don't know what to say here. This is not so, this is outside of my kind of <laughs> realm yes. of experience. Yeah. You wear women's underwear, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, and I was kind of like, how do I, how do I approach this? And I was reminded of when back a million years ago, either in eighty seven or eighty eight, and I was a single parent or an unmarried mother of a small child, as it was known back in those days, and I was looking for a job, and I redid my CV and put the fact that I was clearly in the days when you had to put things like marital status mm. on your thing I was single and I was a mother of one Yeah, and I put a bang you know slap centre on the first page of my CV and needless to say I was having terrible trouble in getting any employment and I remember my mother taking me aside and saying I know you're proud to be a single parent and that's great and I know it's very much part of who you are but she said, don't slap it into people's faces, you know, who mm. aren't, who are going to judge. And that wisdom came back to me as I was reading this. And uh, I thought, you know, the same thing could be applied here. I totally get the fact that he wants to be whoever he is and he should be free to be that. But I think because it's outside of the realm of most people's experience, um, he just needs to handle it, I think, probably a little bit more subtly than yeah. going first date, second date, strip off the clothes. Here I am with my frilly <laughs> knickers and you need to accept that because I think most women would go, oh, holy God, uh, you know, if, if <laughs> yeah. they didn't have any advance warning that this was happening. So I think he needs to change his uh, method of um Maybe starting a relationship. <laughs> yes. Disclosure. I wasn't yeah. sure what you said. Disclosure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think he needs to take it a little bit. He needs to understand that other people's reactions are not because they have some kind of inbuilt problem with it, but just because yeah. they don't know how to react because they never anticipated it. So I think a bit of drip feeding information 
before you get to the big reveal <laughs> might work a bit better. Deckard's yeah. laughing at me. Because it does sound like he doesn't tell them until they start getting their kit off. Exactly. He doesn't even go, you know, by the way, I'm probably wearing nicer underwear than you are yeah. or anything in advance. Yeah, okay, but I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think that would be the point to take. You know, you can bring that up and go, where do you buy your yeah, knickers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you never thought you'd been on a date with a guy wearing nicer knickers than you. Um, <laughs> uh, look, the, 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 I, I agree with what you what you said about how when, people, when people are... Um, negotiating the early stages of a relationship everything in a relationship has to be consensual and people find people who are into the kind of thing that they're into all the time some of that stuff may seem very strange and weird to to some groups of people while to the people involved it's like totally their kink and they're totally into it and that's fine Um, this this is an interesting one for me because I think I'm versed enough in certain aspects of sexual identity and in um, in issues around gender, to be able to say, well, this is a, is a, is a, is not really in my wheelhouse. This is a straight man's issue. This is not about being gay. This is not mm. about being transgender, or you know, it, you know, it's not even necessarily being you know a full on cross dressing person because all of those different categories are different people and it they're not the same. Um, this is some guy who has a fetish and it's a very common fetish. We, we've all heard this fetish. We all know yeah, about yeah, this fetish. Sure. And, and and from that point of view, I, you know, that's the first thing I'd say is that, you know, you're not alone. <laughs> Except you are. <laughs> so so the, the real issue was finding people who, who, are, who, yeah. have, who are like-minded. Um, obviously, it depends on where in the country you're living and what, you know, what kind of communities you have access to and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I think you're, I take your point there, Sean, as well, I think the way in which you you disclose that to somebody um, is as important as the actual fact that you're proud and confident in it, because you are trying to get somebody to see understand an aspect of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I do. I do also think though that sometimes, uh, and I'm going to use the word fetish to describe what what this person is kind of into. This is something they're into. They, it gives them pleasure and and it's a fixation and they can't see themselves enjoying an intimate relationship without this being a part of it. Um, I don't think that it, I would go so far as to say that, you know, it's their identity. So when they use expressions like, you know, being who they are, I, I, there's a kind of a blur there for me because I kind of mm. feel like sometimes... You know, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't who you are. It's kind of something that you you like doing, and yes, there's a I difference yeah. between yeah. those two yeah. things that 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 I think is 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 because it's like, oh, I'm into this. I'm into that. This is the kind of thing that turns me on, or so, whatever. But if you get really fixated on it, it becomes a bigger thing, and then it then it over envelops your relationship um, with with yourself. I mean, you know, in in terms of what you're into, and also other people. I think that that can be kind of so. Dangerous. Do you think he's overemphasizing this element of his? Personality. I don't think he's overemphasizing, but I think the danger with any form of interest or fetish where you can't get an expression for it, it tends to become like I'm really, I, you know, I just want this expression to happen. I want something, you know, and then it becomes all they can think about yeah. is that thing. And then it becomes all consuming because for, let's put it the other way around. Imagine this guy met a woman. I went, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, that's, I'm totally into that. That's fine. Yeah. Then I wonder whether or not because that um, the the release has been has been met, the interest has been found. Would it be as all consuming in his mind? 
Oh. going forward because I don't think it would be I think that sometimes there's a certain kind of relationship between oh so he's looking for a reaction no I think no it's, it's because like, he's being denied so, yeah, uh, yeah permission to do it that it's become ah, yeah, okay. Okay. Again, okay. I'm, I'm psychoanalyzing here and I, yeah. I'm, it's way outside it's of my it's very depth. interesting though I've enjoyed this but, yeah. uh, but I do think that sometimes that can happen that uh, uh. you know where, where somebody you know people develop sexual interests and sexual um, notions for all kinds of reasons that are you know again beyond my capacity to understand but I do know that, that they can they can then become these things where people get fixated and it can become a it can become a kind of I don't want to use the word disorder but it can become something that that is all consuming and then it becomes your identity because you just want to do this thing that nobody will let you any sexual relationship has to involve the other person being consensual. So you, your fixation could be like, I just want to murder people. Well, yeah. that's not your identity. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least I hope it can't become We're not your saying that about this that, person. No, I just want to point not, that but out. I, I went but, but, but he does say he, he, he loves wearing women's underwear because he finds it incredibly arousing and sexy. So yeah. he sees that within the context of having a sexual relationship yeah. with someone. So that's probably a difficulty for him because he wants potential partners to know, you know, my underwear will be part of this somehow. And for some people, that's a deal breaker and for some people that's just not what they're into and you know and again it all comes back to the concept of consent You, can, if you can't find somebody who's willing to get involved with you with your fetish whatever it is so let's rather than you know murder let's talk about something like you know S&M or something like you, yeah. you know there are plenty of people who enjoy that are really into it but there are plenty of people who, to, that's it yeah. to them and they'd be like no thank you being in a relationship with somebody who's not into that is is not it's not, it's not good. It's not yeah. acceptable. Yeah. So you know you have to the find other, somebody's the into other what problem you're into. I suppose he has here, which makes it different. Well, I suppose S and M would be the same. But I was thinking about other things. You know, that people might have sexually that they that they find a turn on aren't as visual as the the fact that he's wearing women's yeah, underwear. Yeah, but like yeah. some, some people are into role play. Some people are into like dressing up in furry costumes. There are all kinds of things that just turn people on for whatever psychological. Yeah, have you never heard of furries? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's like, word. You're fine to you see, I would have thought, I know. <laughs> I, have no, I would have thought that when couples first meet, like for the first few times at least, it's, you know, straightforward vanilla kind of sex rather than we're yeah, putting out the big guns. That's yeah. a really good yeah. point as so well. No, yeah. So we don't frighten the horses kind yeah. of thing. You yeah, know? but that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. You, you know, and I think I mean, any I think, time, that's, yeah. we're all kind of saying the same thing because what I'm yeah. saying is whatever whatever the psychological and the kind of right or wrong and this stuff, I think that's irrelevant because all, all that's really relevant is finding a partner who will accept what it is you're into and, and finds it also interesting to them Yeah, because that's how it will work yeah. because if it's somebody who's just like if you meet a partner who's just kind of you know putting up with it yeah. that's a recipe for disaster yeah. and if you're you know in a relationship with somebody who, who doesn't like like it at all that's kind of a form of a, like I mean I don't want to say abuse but it's a form of like, yes, yeah. forcing that's not good to go back good. to this fella now I, I, I'm guessing this is on his Tinder profile or something yes. you have to have a broad mind yeah. yes I think I'm so sure everybody thinks they have a broad mind <laughs> yeah, until okay. they don't you <laughs> yeah. know should he just put you know, I like to wear women's underwear on his on his tender profile. See, yeah, now, like, of course, that's other people won't know it. Yeah, I I think that that's not really. I think that what people well, do is part of who he is. You see, but I don't think it is part of who he is. I think yeah. it's something he likes doing, and I think that's yeah. that's kind of what my point was originally. Is that I don't think it should be something that you know. But the, I don't think you should put it on his profile no, either. I wasn't suggesting that at all. No, like, I don't think you should no, take you it really slowly. Yeah. yeah, you said the opposite. You know, and it's the kind of thing you test the ground with somebody with. You know, whether they would be okay with this or not okay with this before. Before the third date, which apparently is when 
people go at it nowadays. Is it? So, third so, date? Third date, that's what they this say. Is, uh, wow. So should he tell them before the fir- uh, third date or should they let them, you know, go to the third date, have a bit of a laugh a few times? He's got himself down to Duns for a good traditional pair of boxers, uh, yeah. boxers <laughs> for the time being and yeah. then introduce it then. That's what I would think you should do. And I also I think the way in which you introduce it isn't like, you made a joke about, I mean, I actually so did I about like, you know, I've got nicer underwear than you. And, Latin it in as a joke or being kind of very kind of flippant about it is disrespectful to the context of the relationship I think I think any form of you know relationship where you're working out you're negotiating the boundaries of what it is and what it's going to be and, and how committed you are and all these kind yeah. of things they have to be taken seriously and they have to be approached with you know yeah. the other person's um, kind of feelings at heart, and comfort level, yeah, yeah, and I think I think the best way to approach it would be like to to kind of introduce it gently and say maybe we can talk about this another time, yeah, and rather than having the person right there and then have to decide Just in her bedroom <laughs> that they're actually going to allow you to walk on their back in yeah. a pair of six inch stiletto heels, or whatever it is, you know, that's not the time. It's yeah. not even the fair way to do it, and you know, be gentle with people. So it's something mean, that yeah, has to be negotiated know. slowly and something. yeah, yeah, that's uh, respectfully. I think uh, yeah. some comments from uh, the listener. Deck says, of course, everyone is free to wear and be who they want, but that doesn't mean that everyone has to think it's fine and be happy with it. Yeah. That's because they are free to be and believe what they, they want as well, of course. Yeah. That's in uh, a sexual context. I think other uh, forms of identity, I disagree with that comment. Yes, yes. indeed. Uh, um, uh, why, uh, why doesn't the knicker wear just wear men's silk briefs? Well, obviously, he likes women's. Uh, that's that's the, the whole point of it. They cook better. <laughs> yeah, they cook better. Uh, my wife wear... Actually, on that question, uh, someone says, my only question of the women's underwear is how does it physically contain the full package? When they don't offer the most coverage, I don't know how that would be comfy. That would that would be my yeah. I would have thought yeah. that as well. Maybe that's he likes the sensation of that. I don't know. His bits hanging out. Yeah. Come on, there's a, it, or you know, it doesn't have to be bits hanging out. It can be like. I don't know. You're putting okay. all, of these all right. In my Sorry. Mind. Uh, uh, the, uh, my wife wears my my wife wears my shirts and boxers all the time. But when I try some of our underwear, we need to have a chat. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm a woman in my fifties. I'm single with no kids and no pets. I give my friends and family my time willingly and love spending time with them but I really feel it's not reciprocated a lot of the time it's as if because they have families and extended families that I'm not as important to them or at least it feels like that my time is not worth the same as theirs maybe I place too much importance on these friendships when I shouldn't but I feel disrespected by them they change plans cancel outright with little notice or barely uh, keep the coffee date or whatever we've arranged am I not worth more time and more consideration it's not like their kids are babies. They are teens for the most part. <laughs> I think I should have as much importance in their lives as they have in mine. Is that too much to ask? Ooh, yeah, that's an interesting No, one. it's not too much. I, I, I kind of totally relate to this um, in, in many ways, but I also don't relate to it in, 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 in other ways. And that's because I totally understand, like I'm a, I'm a, sing, I'm a gay man, I'm not single. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Stop pressing. I'm single now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but, but I, I don't have children. I don't have a family. That's what I meant. And then so often in the hierarchy of kind of you know heteronormativity, there's a kind of a you know that means you're not given the same kind of status by society because everybody else is busy doing a certain thing. And so if you're not mm. that, if you're a single woman, you you kind of do get nudged out to the side. I get all that. However, that stuff notwithstanding, 
I believe that when it comes to any form of relationship, being disrespected is something that you allow to happen as much as it happens to you. And that's because you kind of allow the parameters of relationships to develop in certain ways. What's really happening here is that this person has realised that her relationships with these friends have got to a certain point where the friend's behaviour, behaviours, don't make her feel good. She feels let down all the time. She mm. gets, you know, cancelled on and all that kind of stuff. The consequence, the obvious answer to that is if they're disrespecting you, don't pick up the phone with them. Don't meet them up again. They're being total a-holes. Um, but then the next consequence consequence of that would be for her to then lose her relationship with these people. Mm. And that's kind of the, that's the kind of fear that, that's underlying all of this. Yeah. Is that if she actually tries to push for her own kind of, you know, respect in the situation, oh. that the consequence might be that the relationships would disintegrate or whatever. So there's a certain kind of... And that's because ultimately she's coming at the relationship with like, their stuff is more important than my stuff. And that, and, and that, that stuff has been allowed to develop. Personally, I, I'm always uh, very uh, respectful of my own time. And, I'm, and I let people know forthrightly if they're if I meant to meet them and they're late and they all I tell them I say it to them because it's like because it, it bugs me otherwise these kind of things can fester and then it becomes a different problem than the yeah, actual late when we meet what yeah, you yeah, yeah you don't say a word because you're not taking my take my advice next week I'll show yeah. up on time <laughs> even the poor the fella <laughs> learn from me do what I say Jeez. not what I do I sit there like a yeah stood up <laughs> Wallflower, <laughs> and you waltz in at whatever time you feel like it. So that's a whole lot of baloney you've just said there. Totally well, dispute okay, that. Yeah. But we're taking up, taking anyway. Up, taking okay, yeah. well, I think we got somebody else to solve that problem. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, what came across for me when I read this letter was that this woman seems to be very, very angry, uh, which is not a good place to be. And I get, I get what you're saying, Declan, about you know heteronormative yeah. society and kids I don't think and it's angry, all the rest though. of it. I think she just feels. No, I think she feels angry. I'm off. single, and no kids and pets. <laughs> uh, anyway, look, I, I think. The the prob the only problem not the only problem, but the problem here is more one of perception uh, than actual reality. I don't I think she is reading into the fact that Really? The friends have other time. No, just let me finish now. That the friends have other demands on their time. That it's some in some way disrespectful. Now, obviously, if you have a plan made and the, you're, somebody cancels out in your last minute, that's not ideal. And unless I knew exactly what the water you did, you can't really say whether that was disrespectful or not. Um, because the fact that she thinks that because the the that her friends' children aren't small, but that they're teenagers, means that they really shouldn't have demands on the time is nonsense. Because actually, mm-hmm. teenagers can be the worst ones it's yeah. far again, easier to, yeah, I, I to, to keep two arrangements when you've got a babysitter booked and you have the smaller kids so you know I think that she has to in her own mind accept that when people have children in particular regardless of that age they have a different priority list than her and that that is just fact. So in other words, her friend's priority lists probably consist of children, partner and then this woman. And this woman's priority list doesn't have either of those components yeah, in it. Yeah. So she's she needs to just switch her perspective a little bit. It's not a disrespect to her that the friends have other demands on their time. It's just the way life is. And it won't always be like that. I mean, she says she's in her 50s. I'm presuming the friends are around about the same age with the teenage kids. They will get a lot of their freedoms mm. back. And so things will... will improve and I do think friendship is really um, as you said fluid. it's valuable yeah. and it's it, but it's also fluid yeah. and I think that I, I think really this woman needs to just change her perspective it is not a slight on her it's not the fact that her friends think that she is a lesser or that she isn't well clearly they think she isn't as important as their own kids 
obviously. Um, mm. But at the same time, it's just the way life is at the moment. And I think she's reading into I do it, think, a whole load of stuff that isn't there. I do think though that there there is a difference between having the kind of um, flex relationship where you ring up uh, Bernie and say will you come for a coffee with me on Friday and then on Thursday night Bernie cancels and then next week you try again and then she cancels again and then next week she cancels again as opposed to having the kind of relationship which is this step back relationship where you go let's arrange to go out let's make it happen this time let's try September the 24th can you do that and then do it and make it more formal and then the cancel Relations become more formal and then if it doesn't happen for because sometimes busy people can think that being busy gives them the entitlement to just be kind of but I don't rude. think it's just busy but very often when you've got children in particular there are things you can't avoid that you have to do that right. causes you to cancel I would but I think if that I was if you cancelled s- on somebody a lot and yes, you know okay, you're doing it fair. and you're aware yeah. that you're cancelling and then you, the other person doesn't yeah. feel like there's no respect happening Well if I was there. to give her some advice of something that she could uh, actively do to improve the situation is make some new friends, some extra friends who aren't <laughs> well, yeah, encumbered. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, she, 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 she I, I get a sense from this that she kind of knows everything you've said. Yeah, she does. And she, but she feels trapped by it yeah. because she ha- doesn't have those other yeah, friends. And she's, she's frustrated. And, and she's frustrated. About it. And I get that. Yeah, and she wishes she didn't depend on them yeah. so yeah. much. Yeah. But unfortunately, and that's the problem. That's what I meant earlier on is that when, you know, because she knows that it's either I'm really, I got the hump with these people or on some level I accept their, yeah. their demands and their lives. Either way, whatever way you take that, it still leaves her on her own. It does, but I think that she she won't be angry if she doesn't feel it. It's not a slight on her. It's yeah. just the way life yeah. is. Like that's the switch she's got to make in her head. It's okay. not about her. It's about them and their families. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll move on. September the 24th is no good for me, by the way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, during uh, the final lockdown, my friend broke up with her husband and decided to buy a kitten. All good so far, and it certainly helped uh, take her mind off things. She would send the occasional photo update, but as the time has gone on, the amount of photos being sent is becoming ridiculous and more and more frequent. Not just one photo, but on one occasion last Saturday morning, 15 photos. She's having a hard time at work and still going through the difficulties of her marriage breakup. I have work to do and things to do, and she expects a message back praising her cat and the beautiful pictures, or she gets into a strop. Help! This is the woman who wrote the previous letter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about our mates with cats and kids <laughs> I mean like seriously I read this twice and I thought Jesus Christ people have really little to worry about if this woman is getting her knickers in a twist because a friend who's going through a hard time is sending her pictures of kittens I mean like yeah. they're not dead yeah. kittens they're fluffy cute kittens they're not offensive pictures this lady's they're gonna not... hate Instagram if she ever discovers yeah them. exactly so you know I actually love the fact that her friend broke up with the husband and replaced him with a kitten. Yeah. I think there's a lot in that and I hope that, that the friend and her yeah, cat... Yeah, I bet you Nobody sends pictures of their husband to anyone. Yeah, goes, no, Isn't yeah. he cute? Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that she and her cat will live happily ever after. In his as, women's underwear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As for the woman who wrote the message, she'd want to calm down, for God's sake. No, it is. It is Get ridiculous. And especially considering that so much of our kind of social online interactions are involved basically your mates sending you pictures of venues they're at meals they're having people that they're hanging out with that you don't know and it's just you know like 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 who cares just tell her you like the picture and get on with your job yeah for That's god's it. sake just yeah does it take you that yourself. long to, you don't have to write a, a, a thesis on I each photo I liked the way the cat's back was arched provocatively <laughs> <laughs> I wonder you know, is she it doesn't sound like it's on social media it sounds like she's just directly it's probably messaging WhatsApp. she's probably yeah, whatsapping loads of like, photos you know but you don't have to respond you if they're annoying you don't respond 
respond immediately. Leave it yeah. for 24 hours or 48 hours and then go, oh, sorry, yeah, great. But I mean, I don't understand what the difference is between immediately just doing, you know, smiley face emoji or hearts on your you cheeks. You can do that on WhatsApp yeah. as well. Yeah. You can just quickly do quickly and that's it. It's done. Yeah. And if she gives out to you for your response, well, you know, what are you expected to do? Like write a This a woman doesn't have a problem. Yeah, no, there's doesn't no problem. Have a problem. She just... Yeah, there you go. Uh, Someone else says, my friend does this with her kids. All the photos that you have to react to, unsolicited baby pictures are the worst. (laughs) I agree. I mean, I'm kind of glad I wasn't around. Oh my my God, what a nightmare. What a horror. Can I just say, if anybody wants to send me pictures of kittens, I'm open to that. They can send me pictures of kittens. Uh, (laughs) And Barbara will will, will respond in great detail. (laughs) She's looking at your kittens. Barbara and Jacqueline, thank you both very much. You are uh, listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We'll take a break after that. Flying around the world when you're 17. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.